Welcome to Black Family Table Talk. We are your hosts, Tony and Tony. Listen in weekly as we discover ways to build a strong black family. What are we going to discuss today, Tony? Today we're going to talk about part two of building a lifelong love with focus on forgiveness. Well, would you care to share a story about a time where you found where you found yourself having to forgive someone? I'll talk about early on in our marriage. I went out to a party. It was actually a bachelor. It was actually a bachelor party that I attended, and and I was came home late, and the first thing I did was get in the shower. Oh, I remember that. And I got in the shower. You were in the bed, and after I got out of the shower, I got in the bed, <laughs> and I'm. Sound asleep, trying to go to sleep. And next thing I know, you pull the covers back and throw a bucket of water on me. Ouch. I I think we were married maybe six months. And, man, I was hot. (laughs) What do you think it was that? I don't think it was six months. I remember that. Oh, gosh. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. (laughs) But, you know, after you explained to me why you were upset... (laughs) And what you thought was happening. Uh, what did I say? Well, you thought that I came in the house. Since I came in the house and got in the shower right away, you thought that maybe I was cleaning myself up <laughs> from having sex or fooling around with prostitutes or whatever. I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> well, it was a bachelor party. Yeah, it was a bachelor party. <laughs> so after I understood why you felt, why you... I understood your actions and what your <laughs> thoughts were. I had to come to the point that I had to forgive you and and, and move forward. <laughs> that was what about you? What is that was that was crazy. When I look think back at that time, I was like, I was crazy. That was crazy. That was a crazy thing for me to do. But I was just really adamant about um Faithful, being faithful, and I didn't understand why you went from the door to the shower, and I was already suspicious. You were late. I remember you were late. So I, there's no excuse, honestly. But I'm just thinking about, you know, that crazy twenty-year-old mind, twenty-something-year-old mind, and uh, how I thought, you know, that you were out there probably getting a lap dance or whatever, and and then. I think something happened where you actually left the party early. I left the party early, and I walked home. You had to walk. I had to walk home. It was we were living not too far from downtown Newark, Mm -hmm. and we were at a hotel downtown, and we lived lived near Lincoln Park. Right. And I just said to myself, "Well, you know, it's time for me to go," and I walked home. And because I walked home. I was itchy, scratchy. <laughs> from, you know, the, from the cold. From the cold. <laughs> and coming home, first thing I thought about was getting, taking a hot shower yeah. and going to bed. The last thing I was thinking about was you going to throw some water on me. But, um. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I am sorry if I never said I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That was crazy. I can remember a time where, um, you're talking about forgiveness. 
I remember a time where we, we were in year nine and we went on this marriage retreat and it was a really good marriage retreat. It was, it was given by a church in Baltimore, I believe. And it was a bus ride. I believe it was to St. Louis or somewhere. um, St. Louis. And we were there for three days and it was a really intensive marriage retreat. But one of the, the pastor that was over the retreat gave a scenario of why people divorce and why they, why love doesn't last. And his thing was everybody has a trash compactor and you can take stuff. Mm, I remember you, that. Yes. And you can dump stuff into the trash compactor. And when it gets full, that's when the marriage is over. So you have to make a concerted effort to empty out that trash compactor. Talk it out. Forgive. Because, and, and he explained that everybody's trash compactor is a different size. Mm. He said some people have a sink size some people have a garbage can size some people have a dump truck size but everybody is different Mm. and that was really profound to me because i understood that you have to empty that trash compactor out you have to talk it out you have to and a way to do that is forgiveness uh over the the last couple weeks i've been hearing God is leading me to forgiveness lessons. And I'm just really grateful that the lessons have been about forgiveness. We started with our sermon this past Sunday where a friend of yours actually preached and he talked about, you gotta bury it. You gotta let it go. So, and then I was listening to a video about forgiveness and I realized that you can't just hold on to stuff for years and years and years. And when you're in a marital relationship, it's really easy to do that. Mm-hmm. And that anger sets in and bitterness sets in. And eventually your trash compactor definitely fills up no matter what the size. And that's why I think people stay in the game or in marriage for a year or they stay in for five years or seven years, and then you mm. hear about people who have been married for 20 and 25 years, wow. and they're breaking up. Yes. And yes. Um, I think it's because their trash compactor is full, or they it's may full. have a bigger one, or they didn't empty it. Mm-hmm. So um, let me ask you, what have you learned? Because we're in a situation right now where our our... Well, at least mine. I can't speak for you. My trash compactor is full and I need to empty it. And and we're working on, through counseling, trying to empty that compactor out of my my bin, empty the garbage out of my compactor. Uh, What do you think is uh, the best way to go about seeking forgiveness in a marital relationship? Hmm. Because I think it's easier to forgive when the person that has offended you is asking for forgiveness. But when that person is holding their own and they're not asking for forgiveness, you have to be a bigger person and find the strength and the energy and the wherewithal to forgive. Well, to answer your question, it is difficult to to forgive, but the person seeking forgiveness also has to be humbled. 
Yes. To, in order to receive forgiveness. And it makes it easier for the person to forgive you as well. Um, the opposite of that is digging in and not seeking forgiveness and holding your position and you're never able to get to the point of reconciliation. That's true. And that can be damaging for the relationship because now you're harboring things and to your illustration, you're building your compactor with um, more anger and, and bitter, bitterness. And you have to empty that thing. You can't let it sit. Yeah. In this book uh, that we're reading together, A Lifelong Love by Gary Thomas, he talks about... Uh, two questions and when you when you're in conflict and the first question is that you should ask yourself is how can I bless you the second question is that you can ask yourself is how do I get my needs met and we talked a little bit about this in the last podcast but I really want to explore that a little bit more because I think when you come against someone and you're in route to forgiveness, if you're not asking that question, if the two of you together are not coming with that mindset, how can I bless you, then you can hinder the growth and the ability to empty out that trash because you're really looking for how can I get my needs met? Mm-hmm. How can I prove that I'm right? That mm-hmm. would be the opposite be of the that. Opposite. Yep. Yeah. So one of the things that Gary Thomas talks about in a lifelong love is the difference between where your heart is and your actions are. Because your heart can be in one place, but your actions don't necessarily follow up to meet your heart. So he talks about the two questions uh, when you're trying to get through that point of forgiveness and, and work through conflict as asking yourself the question, how can I be a blessing or you can take that position or you can take the attitude, how can I get my needs met? Mm -hmm. And I think as human beings, we automatically go into any conflict with, I want to be understood. I want you to understand. I want you to agree with me. And that's along the line of how do I get my needs met? Mm -hmm. And that can shape the argument. But if you go in with the mindset and train yourself and it takes habit, it takes a lot of practice how can I bless you? How can I be a blessing to you in this conflict? Then you can really kind of avoid uh, a lot of um, trash being dumped into that compactor. So in the situation with me and the water when you came home from the bachelor party, um, what were you thinking? Were you thinking, how can I bless her? Or were you thinking, how can I get my needs? Well, I was absolutely thinking, how can I be a blessing? That's why I left early. Mm. I left early to come home, and I was thinking about you. So forgiveness on on two fronts. My actions was thinking about you. That's why I came home. Mm -hmm. Then after you threw the water on me, Mm. I still had to have a a heart to forgive Mm. and not want to argue or not want revenge or not want to get my way and make you feel bad for what you did so it is a matter of the heart Mm -hmm. to forgive I remember what you said to me you said because 
uh, I grew up in a, a bro broken home and uh, my father cheated and I actually caught him cheating, which was devastating to me. And so I brought that baggage recognizably I, and definitely retrospectively, I brought that baggage to the marriage. And um, so I didn't trust, I had a real trust problem. And I remember what you said to me, you said, I am not your father, mm. I married you. I am committed to this relationship and I am not going to, uh, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not here to hurt you. So I remember when you sat me down and looked me in my eye and said that to me, I remember that was very healing and allowed me to just let it go. Let whatever it is that was um, pent up inside of me, let it go. Now, prior to that, I don't even think we talked about fidelity or infidelity. But I do remember at that one time, you did let me know that um, you could be trusted. Mm. And I remember that being, that was definitely empty trash that mm. was in the, mm. that was trash that I brought to, to, <laughs> to the marriage. So, but it definitely mm. emptied out the trash at that point. Is it hard for you to forgive? I would say, like right off the bat, you want to say, or I want to say, it's easier for me to me to forgive but I realize that it's easy for me to forgive like the Bible says if someone sins against you seven times you should forgive them seven times 70 or something like that so it's like when I get to 70 I'm done mm -hmm. you know I'm, I'm like okay this is it for me so my mother always used to say you're the type of person that would give people whatever rope they need but when you're done you're done and that but, that, but that, but does that mean you don't forgive them, or you just move on? That means I move on. But but you do forgive. I do forgive. I do believe that I forgive. I like to believe that I forgive. Um, but yeah, but when I'm done, I'm done. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily harbor grudges. Um, but I do take a mental note. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, you know, it's and as the saying goes, when someone shows you who they are believe them the first time mm -hmm. so I'm I'm the type of person that would take a mental note I don't like to I don't like conflict so I don't like to engage or argue but um, yeah I would like to say that I, I'm a forgiving person but there are some things that I do hold on to mm -hmm. I would I would say yes sometimes um, when the hurt and the pain is very severe it's, it's hard to let go you know, it's really hard to let go. It's it's hard to let go, but do you feel being forgiving is a weakness or a strength? Oh, I definitely understand it as a strength, mm -hmm. and that is for me. Um, and I think there's a fine line between forgiving someone and allowing yourself or giving yourself permission to acknowledge the hurt. And I think that a lot of people think that forgiveness means you have to push through the pain, mm -hmm. fast forward to forgiveness. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's is mm -hmm. one and the same. It's no. not on the same track. Mm -hmm. I think one track is forgiveness, but the other one is to acknowledge that that person has actually hurt you. And I think, you know, when you're in a marriage relationship, it's important not only that you acknowledge my hurt and pain, mm -hmm. but that I acknowledge my hurt and pain because I think when you love somebody, it's easy to cover that pain mm -hmm. up for them, for them. 
you know, because you just want to get to a place where you're happy again and you mm -hmm. have joy and peace in the house. At least that's my experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So covering up the pain is um, it's easy to do. And, I, and I've had my fair share of that, you know, um, mm -hmm. stuffing it down. And that's what you do. You stuff it down. You compact it. You compact the trash until you can't mm -hmm. take it anymore. Well, what I'm hearing you saying, and this is my takeaway, forgiveness is the start of healing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's the power of forgiveness. It doesn't mean you're a doormat and let people just walk over you and you just forgive them. Yeah. And they continue to do things to you and you continue to forgive them. Yeah. No. Um, letting forgiveness, letting things go, burying the hatchet is it's the start of healing. Mm. Like you said, you have to acknowledge the pain. Yes. But you forgive the person, it starts the healing process. Yes. I think if you want to be in a marriage, you have to be ready, speed dial ready, to say I'm sorry. And it may not take one time. It may take several times of apologizing. But you have to think about it as what you need to get to for the betterment of the whole. Acknowledging someone's pain is just the beginning of it. And um, it definitely makes it easier mm -hmm. for that person to forgive. So when you acknowledge my pain, you acknowledge where I, I'm coming from, or if I acknowledge your pain, it definitely makes the road to forgiveness and the emptying of that trash compactor much easier to do. Absolutely. You have a takeaway or any other comments? That's my takeaway. That's Black Family Table Talk. That's what's up. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Black Family Table Talk. We pray that you heard some principles to put into your strong Black Family toolbox. Be sure to tune in next week. And remember, sharing is caring. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and visit our website, at blackfamilytabletalk.com. Look for special discounts and ways to be part of the Black Family Table Talk community. As a part of our mission to do our part to strengthen Black families, we endorse small Black-owned businesses. This is our way of strengthening Black families economically. This week's Small Black Business Spotlight is on... Family, I urge you to check out my new book, Let It Go. It's a short read and many are claiming they can't put it down. It also made number one in two categories on Amazon. Visit BlackFamilyTableTalk.com on the products page for more details. I pray you too get inspired. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comments, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. The news and opinions expressed on Black Family Table Talk do not necessarily reflect various platform hosts. All topics are for entertainment purposes only. Discretion is strongly advised and all commentary is alleged. This is a Micah 68 Media LLC production.